0: Hey guys, welcome to the number 134 ever episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I am Chase Coburn, and today we are back with another episode of Wiz Talk with Chase. I know it has been a while, just have had some things going on, so I have not been able to record. But, we are back, and in today's episode, we are going to be recapping the Wizards vs. Clippers game. I'm, and I'm actually sad that I have to do this recap. Oh, this pains me to do it, but you gotta do it. You know, gotta do it. Recap every game, promise to recap every game, promise to preview every game. You know how I roll. Hope you guys do enjoy this episode. You do subscribe, follow, share a view. The Wizards played tonight. You guys will see a preview of that before it does come out. Uh, sorry if there is some noise in the background. Um, I, there was a big snowstorm uh, where I do live. So, again, really big snowstorm going on right now. And it kind of won't stop. So, uh, so yeah. Again, sorry if there is noise in the background. That would really just be, you know, the storm. There's crazy winds outside. But you guys don't care about my storm. Another thing that I do have to mention. Yes, I know we're not a football podcast over here. But Tom Brady has retired. I just, I mean, Tom Brady it, is one of the best, um, you know, players uh, of all time in football. In my opinion, the greatest player of all time. I'm going to be talking about that in an episode tomorrow of the Cool Sports Network. Please check that out. And either posted today or tomorrow, I'm going to have an episode where I preview the conference championship games with my cousin, Dexter Coburn. He was on here with his talk with Chase uh, one time. I know you guys really enjoyed that episode because it's got like one of my top five views ever for an episode. So I could tell you guys really, really did enjoy that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have him on the Cool Sports Network. Please go check that out. That'll be the number four ever episode of the Cool Sports Network and tell me if you guys do enjoy that after you do listen um but yeah please subscribe follow share if you enjoy this episode and let's get into this oh you know it's a nice tuesday night and laying on my couch and the wizards are up by 35 with less than a minute to go in the second quarter let's have a party Woo! yeah that that didn't last long um In case you guys didn't hear, the Wizards blew a 35-point lead and lost a basketball game to the Los Angeles Clippers by blowing, again, a 35-point lead. Do you guys hear me correctly? Wait, I might have to say it one more time. 35-point lead. Unheard of. Absolutely unheard of. As a Wizards fan, I get... Frustrated because they were up by thirty at halftime, up by thirty-five with less than a minute to go in the second half, and you can't win. I was already preparing like my speech, like I was gonna have a speech coming on, like I'll say, "Hey guys," like before I even go, "Hey guys, welcome to this episode." Are gonna be like, and yes, the wizards could get a blowout win. I was literally like preparing, like what can I say as like a cool way to be like, okay, the wizards got this cool blowout win and all that, like to start. And then all of a sudden, it just fell apart. Uh, by the way, that round by the way. Uh, did not do that purposely. Uh, but it's just, I don't understand how it's possible, right? You seem to be in such a good place. 35, would you rather be up by anything more than 35, besides like 36 or 37? <laughs> Is there anything more? But mean, that's one of the largest leagues you're ever going to get in basketball. And they just blew it. They literally just blew it. I don't even know what to say. And you know what? People could say, like, oh, the Clippers just play good for a stretch. But you could also say the same thing about the Wizards. The Wizards play great for one half. The Clippers play great for one half. And to be completely honest, the Wizards played better in the half that they were great than the Wizards did in theirs. And that's why the Clippers won the basketball game. I don't understand why... I, I just, I was gonna play. I, I mean, you can't blame Beal, right? 23 9 and 6 and 1. But at the same time, again, some blame has got to go on the star. And I mentioned this on the Cool Sports Network with Aaron Rodgers. Eventually, and I mentioned this here, I always talk with Chase. Eventually, some blame has got to go to the star. And some blame, yes, has to go to the star. Because the blame. Has to go to Bradley Beal on this. You're the best player, and you put up 23 points? 23 points? And yes, you might be like, okay, that's not bad. Amory Coffey, on the other side, put up 29, and Luke Kennard put up 25, and was a plus 26. Luke Kennard was unstoppable from three. The Wizards need that one guy that just can't miss from three, and they can never seem to find it. You signed Dolphus Bretons to a contract that looks like now you're probably regretting because you're not even playing him. Corey Kispert has not been playing great basketball as of lately. He was playing good, but now he's not playing good as of late. I mean, some games he barely gets minutes. I mean, he he got 20 minutes here. only got three points, right? Made one three-pointer out of three attempts. One out of four attempts from the field. Like, the Wizards need that one point shooter, and they keep looking for it, they keep looking for it, they keep looking for it, and they can never find it. But other teams seem to find it so easily. It frustrates me how other teams can have, like, great, like like guys that usually aren't great, like, step up. Like, Amory Coffey puts up 29 points. I know I can't see you, but please raise your hand if you think Amory Coffey was going to put up 29 points. It, I wasn't expecting it. And he played one heck of a basketball game to do it. But the Wizards never seem to have that guy. They never seem to have that guy that can step up and put up twenty nine out of nowhere. Even though they have thir- they have a thirteen really caliber man rotation, they don't play all of them. But you have thirteen really caliber basketball players that could probably do that. But none of them seem to actually be able to do that. It frustrates me. It absolutely frustrates me how it comes so easy to other NBA teams. And for the Wizards, it's so hard to get a win. I'm not even blaming myself for predicting the Wizards. The Wizards had this game won. And you know what? The commentators were saying. And they were talking about how, you know. And, uh, you know, Glenn Consor said, uh, and and the Clippers stole this one from the Wizards. The Clippers didn't steal it from the Wizards. And Justin Kutcher said it right, I think. The Wizards gave it to them. They gave the game to them. When you're up by 35 and you lose, you're giving the game to the other team. You are absolutely giving the game to the other basketball team. I don't understand how you can have players on the Clippers that have a minus 29, but yet again they can have players that are a plus 26. It's because of the Wizards' inconsistency with this team. They can't stay consistent. I've been trying to this entire season. Every single time I predict a game, I try to think about right who could step up or right, who could be flashy. Can they stay consistent? Though will always be the key thing in my mind. And when I predict the Wizards to lose, not only is it because maybe the other team is more talented, but does it doesn't even matter? Is it? Do I think the Wizards are going to be consistent that night? Which Wizards mostly are never consistent which is why the Wizards haven't been good since, like, November. They literally haven't been good since November. They haven't been a good basketball team since November. And they haven't really had any success in their franchise since the 1970s and 80s. The Wizards got to figure out something. This team does not work. This team clearly doesn't work. I thought the team was going to work. This team doesn't work. They they, they have three guys off the bench who put up double digits, and it doesn't matter. This team doesn't work, right? The guy that's supposed to be your second option, you're paying over $20 million here, around $20 million here, to be the second option to Bradley Beal, puts up five points, has three turnovers, and shoots very inefficient. This team doesn't work. It doesn't work. The team's just not working. So I'm going to learn a lot about Tommy Shepard. What moves does he make at this trade deadline? What does he do to make this team better? Or do you make them worse? Or do you make them worse? You blow it up no matter what. I think th- there's been rumors that Dimwitty could go right now. I think as long as, as long as Dimwitty doesn't show us anything in the next, what, two weeks until the deadline, um, that, that is really impressive, that is really impressive, that, you know, impresses the Wizards, then I think he should go. And it's not that Dimwitty's a bad player. It's just he doesn't mesh well with Bradley Beal. He doesn't play well with Bradley Beal. He plays well with other players. They seem to not go together. If you look at Spencer doing with stats with Bradley Beal and without Bradley Beal, he plays better without Bradley Beal because they don't mesh together. They're not good players together, which is fine, but they got to at least figure it out. Try to hope he has a couple good games here and there. If you don't see anything new, Try to trade him, get some assets. Try to find someone who works well with Beal, or rebuild, or rebuild. And honestly, I think rebuild should be the answer at this point. And you know, part of me thinks I, I don't even know at this point, right? Well, I'm gonna have a Boomer and Bust episode coming up that really tells you what I think. But right, there's been the Jeremy Grant rumors for the Wizards. There's been the Demontis Sabonis rumors like uh, recently. Eventually, it's going to come down to this. It's not going to come down to the two meshing well with Beale. Can Beal mesh well with the number two? Is Beal a number one? And right now, after this game, your team up by 35 being the leader of this team. Say whatever we want to say. He is the leader of this team. And they lost by 30. And they lost after having a 35-point lead. That is the fault. And that is not a number one. I can assure you. The, the best player on a team, on a team that blew a 35-point lead, is not a number one. He's just not a number one. I need to learn more from Beal to know that he is a number one before um, the trade deadline. If not, I will have the same thoughts about him at the trade deadline. I won't share those thoughts yet, but I have thoughts about him at the trade deadline right now. And if nothing changes, I'm going to have those same thoughts if nothing changes in the next two weeks. We're just gotta figure out got something something out, guys. I'm gonna have a boomer bust episode coming up tomorrow or the next day. And it's just gonna be about trades and what could happen this trade deadline because this entire the entire trade deadline day is going to be Adrian Wojnarowski saying something with the Wizards. Because I think the Wizards could possibly make five trades. This trade deadline. And I think there's just so much. So much to break down. Let's react to the fantasy points real quick. I am down to 22 and 26. At least I can say that. Um, I, I, It's hard to say, actually, I'm a worse game than the Wizards, especially since the Wizards aren't that great right now. But, you know, I have to go pick my predictions up. I had Spencer Dumony. he He's my who you got player of the game. My who you got player of the game did not step up. Spencer Dumini had getting 50 to 55 fantasy points. He got 16. I had Kyle Kuzma getting 40 to 45 fantasy points. He got 34. I had Eric Bledsoe getting thirty to thirty-five fantasy points. He got twenty-four, and I had if he says too much, if he goes too much, getting thirty to thirty-five fantasy points. He got seven. I did absolutely horrific. That you can do worse predicting fantasy points. I promise I will do better today. Okay, I do want to give you guys an update. ChasesSportsNews.com is not officially up, but it is at the same time. If you look up Chasesportsnews.com right now, it comes up for some people. It might not for others. So Chasesportsnews.com I'm going to post a preview article for the Wizards-Grizzlies game tonight to add on to what I'm going to uh, – to kind of um, show what I'm going to say on my uh, – um episode tonight. Now, I'm going to say different stuff in my episode tonight, but it's just kind of a different way of looking at this game. So, there's going to be a preview article for that game, and I'll have a preview article for probably every Wizards game now down the line. Again, that is chasesportsnews.com. Again, not officially up. Uh, still some minor changes. You can contact me, though. I do have a new email. Not only is it chase at CPC, chasecpc at gmail.com. You can contact me there, or you can contact me, chasesportsnews.com slash contacts. You can write a comment on one of my articles. I have posted three articles so far. Or you could just email me at chase at chasesportseers.com. I would try to get back to you as soon as possible. If it is a wizard's question, though, I would recommend emailing me at chase at chasecpc at gmail.com. Hope you guys did enjoy this episode. If you did, subscribe, follow, share, view. Tell me what you think the wizards uh, should. uh, Tell me what you thought of this game. And, um, you know, kind of yeah just tell me what you thought of this game i'll put a question down below hope you guys did enjoy you'll see an episode later today um you know with the wizards preview with the grizzlies hope you guys did enjoy and of course as always i'll see you next time peace